And we are back with another episode of How About Them Heat. Celtics don't deserve to be in the title anymore, uh, so we're gonna ch- we're gonna change it up. Well, uh, no, because then we have to talk about the other team, and I don't. I like know, doing that. I know. How about them Celtics? Thank you for joining us. Sam and I are recording. I was it, technically Monday, May twenty second, but it is twelve forty five. It's the same night the Celtics lost Game Three mm. to the Miami Heat. I just got back from the Taylor Swift concert. We won't talk about it, but I'm rocking the shirt because I thought it'd be funny. Oh, very. <clears throat> this is a very expensive bit. That I'm doing, but how much does actually, that cost? $45 t shirt. Oh my god. I will say though, very comfy. And I'm very picky I, with t shirts, but I got like a couple pairs of shorts that are like my favorite shorts for like $30. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm rocking and that's expensive. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Celtics just lost game three to the Miami Heat. Let me pull up the final score. It was very 102 close. to 128. They yeah, almost it won. was uh I was I was watching on my phone at the concert, so I'm not I didn't watch as in depth as I normally do, uh, but I'm glad I picked this game to not watch in depth because there, there's not much in depth analysis you can get from this. Also, before we get too far into this, <clears throat> shout out to any new listeners. We got a lot of love on our last podcast, so I just want to express the appreci- appreciation from Heat fans, Celtics fans, NBA fans. Like, just thank you for listening. Subscribe if you're here. We appreciate you. Uh, again, we're going to focus on the Celtics heat, but just wanted to put the love out there because we appreciate it very much. Um, I was talking to Sam before we started, and I feel like this is just going to be a repeat of last podcast because and last podcast was a repeat of the podcast before that because there's just nothing else you can say about this team anymore. Well, what do they you want? Stink. What do you want? They're out of bad. It? They just suck. Like, like I like it. That's, that's that's the worst analysis I could possibly get give as someone who tries to cover the team and you know writes for like <clears throat> these outlets and covers the team and goes to the games of this. But like, they just suck right now. The Heat have been the better team for the entire series. The Celtics look lifeless with their season effectively on the line. They go out there and <clears throat> again, I didn't watch the game as closely as I usually mm-hmm. do. But they laid an egg. It was nothing. Yeah. They, they gave the fans nothing. And for all the people sitting out there saying, oh, these fans at TD Garden or blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, if the team consistently plays like this, the fans are going to suck because they don't believe in the team. Like an inexcusable way for your season to effectively end. There, there is no <clears throat> redemption for this team anymore. We're not going to spend a ton of time talking about the future on this podcast, or maybe we will. But we'll have plenty uh, of time to discuss save it. That's what I was gonna say. We Big have teams. plenty of time to discuss that this summer, but the, the spoiler alert or the the small look ahead that we're not gonna get into. You can't run this team back if this is the way they go out. In my mm. opinion, like a, a completely unacceptable display. I'm gonna rant here. I'm sorry, Sam. I'm taking over for a quick second. <coughs> Guy who didn't have... watch the game. <laughs> yeah, and well, I I know enough. <laughs> the one to of be... us that didn't watch the game. I don't care. It doesn't bother <laughs> me. Go ahead. There's the. And I saw you tweet this is why I bring it up. The, oh, just shoot more threes crowd, blah, blah, blah. When you're not making the threes, you have to have a backup plan. I agree with. But when your backup plan is supposed to be stars go to the paint and do good things, and your stars are garbage, like, what are you going to do? Like, there's mm. just nothing. The heater, it was, it was the perfect storm of Miami is red hot. They're not missing anything, even when the Celtics play good defense. They're rolling over the Celtics because the Celtics are doing dumb stuff. The Celtics are also just still doing dumb stuff and the Celtics are missing their open shots. It, it Like there is, there's nothing that I can say about the Celtics team anymore that I didn't say on the last podcast. We're going to keep regurgitating the same stuff because that's what it's going to take at this point. Uh, this it's not coming back to Boston. This is done. Pack it up. I wish I, I wish I'd done. I wish Actually. I didn't have exactly. I didn't, I wish I didn't have to watch game four. It would be just like them to win on Tuesday. Oh, it's going to piss me off. It, you know what's going to happen? They're going to make it go to seven or some shit just to tease you and piss that you off. That would be like, horrible if they went I to would seven hate games. It. Just this isn't this even point. like I'm a reverse it. jinx thing. It genuinely would be terrible. Yeah. Because even if they got to seven games, I think all of us would be like, wow, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Like none of us would believe in them anyway because they've given us no reason all spring to believe in them. I tweeted that also, today. ESPN analytics can fuck off. Like get, get, get stop. Just like, I can't whole... wait to see what it's at tomorrow. What if they'll give <laughs> yeah. them like over 50% to win right. the series? Analytics are lame, man. I don't know. I've been saying it forever. I yeah. don't care for the analytics. And it's funny. Like heat fans are like, obviously plastering that stuff everywhere. Rightfully so. Cause it was foolish yes, to begin with. I would too. But 
like along with it, I'm seeing like Spolstra and Jimmy Butler <laughs> going against analytics where like the thing that they don't believe in the mid range jumper and Miami's just running that <laughs> down their throat is real funny. Cause it's true. I I've said it for a very long time. There's a place in the game for that. And after game seven against Philly, I doubled down, not double down, especially in the playoffs or gamble, especially but in the playoffs. Yeah. It was such a big piece in how Tatum played well in that game seven to me. And then you really haven't seen a lot of it. They just have regressed back to shooting a bunch of threes. Today was a terrible day for the threes. And they really just continued to hoist them up when things got tough. Mm-hmm. It, it just was like a really weird, like quitty type way to lose 11 of losers. 42. It was losers. Ugh. They played like losers. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, they did play like losers. They played and I'm not usually the harsh like one. Losers. I'm usually like the mild mannered one. And like, yeah, I don't know. They've looked like losers for three games now. And it's really funny. Because after that game six and seven against Philly, I really was fooled in game one against Miami. They came out and played really well in the first half. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, these guys turned a corner. This is it. They found their footing. Yeah. And then they've melted. They came out melting that third quarter. Kind of teased a solid game, too, and then just played a miserable 48 minutes today. Jimmy Butler had, what, 16 points today? That's what I was just going to say. Jimmy Butler had 16 points on 5 of 13 shooting, and they lost by 26 points. Yeah. you just It's embarrassing. Gabe Vincent, 11 of 14. <laughs> Gabe Vincent. Duncan Robinson getting layups, making threes. Like, it, it was I, – I had it on at the concert, like, on my phone. And at halftime, I just turned it off. I was like, I don't, I, this is just a waste of my time, and I'm ruining the experience. Like, it just wasn't worth my time. Um, yeah, it's just embarrassing is really the only word I can muster up. Like, that's just. I actually thought Jalen's stuff post game today wasn't too bad. What do you I say? don't know how much of it you got to look at. He did uh, come out, like, say it was embarrassing and things like that. But there were people speculating that there's something going on. I know Washburn was tweeting a lot of stuff. He said, uh, let me go to his Twitter directly. Mm-hmm. But Jalen was talking about, you know, it's an embarrassment for the franchise fans and Definitely. everything. And they continue yep. to come out and do the same thing. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Jalen Brown is biting his tongue from telling the truth. You can tell he has a lot on his mind. There's some real issues in that locker room. This is from Washburn. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I, I texted this to you, and again, like, I don't want to get too deep into, like, what changes do they need to make, but, like, a, as young as they are, right? Like, Tatum is, what, 25, Jalen Brown is 26. <clears throat> like, these guys have been together for a long time. Like, one, two, three, four, five. This is their sixth season together as a team. And, like, it's one thing when you're, like, you're forming a team. Like, you're the Magic, right? This is the Magic's first year but they're not ready to compete. And so there's no anger when they fail, right? They, they know they're a rebuilding team. They know they have work to do, blah, 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 right? The Thunder, right? Shea Gilders Alexander is so good, but even he's come out and said, like, he knows, you know, I got to be patient. It's a young rebuilding team. I'm ready for the long haul, and they're going up. The Celtics team was competing for a championship the moment they were formed, right? Jason Tatum came in the league, conference finals his first season. As much as you want to say, oh, they weren't ready that year, they made the conference. Well, finals. that was they a were, year were... where everybody thought they were going to be competitive. You remember exactly. they, they had Kyrie season... all year, and then One Kyrie goes out exactly with an injury exactly. a week before the playoffs, and then, and then they go to Game Seven and uh-huh. lose. And then the next year, obviously, but it's okay. He did a super cool dunk on LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Next year, we know what happened. Twenty nineteen was a disaster year, but they were a competitive team. Or they were supposed to be. Twenty nineteen, twenty rolls around. Conference Finals, competitive team. Twenty 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 one. They were supposed to be a competitive team. Disappointment, right? They, they just weren't good. And bubble year, whatever. Wheels say, came like, off at the end. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. 2021, 22, finals appearance. This year, conference finals. Like, they've been competing for titles together for so long. Like, cores don't stay together this long. Like, you, like look at the Thunder. Look at Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, right? Like, stuff just naturally falls apart. James Harden wants his own thing. Kevin Durant wants to move on. Russell Westbrook, blah, blah, blah. Like, the Warriors are the anomaly, not the rule. And so at some point, stuff falls apart and, and like people clash heads. And like as much as maybe it's hindsight, like 
you look at the bubble, they were like lingering stuff there and Marcus and Jalen getting into it. And teammates do that. Like obviously teammates do that, but look what happened. And this is obviously not the same thing. You hear Draymond after the season say, yeah, like if I don't, you know, if that punch doesn't happen preseason, we're probably in the I mean, this team could probably use Draymond. Maybe. You know what they could use? They They could could use use Grant Williams. They could use Grant Williams playing with some heart. These fucking lifeless. If I had to like make a, not a power rankings, but uh, like family feud of who would be most likely to get punched if Draymond was on the team, not who deserves it. Grant, number one. He would definitely get Grant's getting himself punched in the face. Yeah. But at least he's playing with energy. Like, at least he's playing with some intensity. Did you see the stat on Twitter that Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard lead the Celtics in fourth quarter field goals this series? Yeah, it's really sad. But also, I'm kind of sick of seeing people trash Tatum for this because I just don't think it's fair. Uh, Trash the other guy. One, Tatum didn't play in the fourth quarter today. But trash Mm -hmm. the other guys. I mean... Tatum is seeing in games one and two triple teams coming out. I didn't. I didn't watch again. Obviously, I didn't watch yeah. the closest. But Tatum looked kind of rough when I did watch him tonight. He oh, was like nobody sloppy. was good today. Make okay, no mistake. Yeah, yeah. This, Tatum, this I is thought Tatum not was about good. today. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but yes, if yes, you're yes. talking about the fourth quarter, and that's like the thing that people have pointed at throughout the series. Obviously, he didn't play the fourth quarter today. They were getting murdered. But in the first two <laughs> games, he did play. But he was seeing triple teams. I'd rather him make the right pass than try and shoot over three guys. That's all I've done is complain all year about him taking dumb shots or tough threes. If he's not Mm -hmm. passing the ball and he's taking those shots, it's going to be just as bad of a reaction from everybody. There's nothing wrong with making the right play. The problem is when nobody wants to make the right play, a game like today, I'm going to find it and send it to you, Jack, so you can enjoy this too. I'm not sure you got to see this. But there was a possession where they were all kind of uh, just hanging out. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, Jalen just chucked up a three. It's coming, it's uh, coming to your Twitter right. right now. That sounds about right. I mean, that's. I, I mean, I, I came on this podcast and killed Jalen after game two. That's pretty much all he was doing in game two, right? Like he's just chucking shots no matter what. Um, and in the few possessions I did watch tonight, I remember it was funny because I didn't have sound, obviously, but I. I was looking at closed captioning and I saw the announcers go, I don't remember. I think it was like second quarter. They were like, this is a big possession. And Salt like swing it and Jalen gets it in the corner and he just takes like the most contested quarter three I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, and it was like, obviously like airballed or break or whatever. Uh, all right. I'm watching this possession now. Tatum Brown combined one of 14 from three today, by the way. Lost t- uh, Jalen just, Chucks up the shot. How much time was on the shot clock there? 10 seconds. Plenty of time. Yeah, they had time. <laughs> yeah. I, if you want my honest take, and again, I keep saying we're not talking about the future, but like it's hard not to like just speculate. Like this could, I don't know if Jalen like comes back in a Celtics uniform. Like not, not even like I'm saying the Celtics should do that, but like if I'm him and Gary Washburn, what he had to say has anything like any truth to it, like, does he like just decline? It's just a lot of stuff we need to talk about this summer. And the only reason I'm even bringing it up now is because like, I genuinely am just at a loss for words with this team at this point. Like it's, it's really hard. Like I sound like an asshole saying it's really hard to do like content content about like, I'm sitting here behind a microphone, but like, it's just baffling the decisions that are being made on the court by Joe Missoula, who getting a lot of heat after this one too. Joe Missoula, who, was at the wrong end of perhaps some libel tonight mm. on Twitter. Did you see this? I saw that half half tweeted quote or whatever. Yeah, Jared Weiss like phoned it in, and then yeah. everybody was like, "Hey, look, Joe Mazzulla said he lost the team." And then the video comes out, and that's not at all what he said. No, no, and everybody no. just starts killing him, and then he kind of like. He was he like, doubled, he, he half doubled down. Yeah, he like kind of doubled down. He was like, screw all you guys. This is what I tweeted. I said what I said. Well, but then the video's out. That's not at all what happened. So I actually half feel bad for Missoula on that front because he, he's going to really get like killed now. And you know, yeah. and I think I saw it might have been Andrew Doxy put this out. You know how much more people are going to pick up the written quote than the actual video oh, yeah. footage of it yeah 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 no the, the, they're gonna run with the quote that jared tweeted out so he's just gonna be all over twitter sucks. today is the coach that <laughs> lost the locker room before the series was even over 
definitely. He just definitely. Came out but and like, said it. as much as that's not what he said, like it does kind of feel that way, right? It's it's obviously like Missoula is never going to admit that, and he didn't admit that despite the quote. But like, it just seems like this team is completely discombobulated, completely disconnected, and like I said, it feels like it's kind of run its course as as shitty as it is because like. Obviously, this is a championship caliber team at their best, but they're incapable of playing at their best when it matters. And I think we said this last podcast. It kind of feels like. we Last podcast, we talked about how, you know, Atlanta was just not very good and Philly has a history of blowing up in their own face. And so now they have the real test in Miami, who as much as they're an eight seed, they're just like they're put together. Well, Miami had a lot of injuries this year. They (laughs) exactly would have been. Anywhere from six to four. We talked about that, but we didn't. We didn't talk about which I think is kind of true. Is like the Celtics probably shouldn't have gotten this far in the playoffs, and I don't think this is going to be me shitting on the team because they deserve it at this point. <clears throat> I don't think this team is as good as the Eastern and Eastern Conference Finals team. Realistically, they played like crap for like what is it like four and a three and a half games against Atlanta. They played great in the first two games and the rest of the series, they were bad. And the only, and and they, they put it together at the end to win game four. And then they pulled out in the last five minutes of game six. Right. Mm. Right. Bad. Otherwise they were terrible against Philly outside of game two. And then game seven bad. You lost to an beadless team. You lost to, excuse me. Sorry. You lost to a beadless team. You <clears throat> came back and you, Crap the bed in games two and three. In game six, you got bailed out by Jason Tatum, who was the reason you were losing in the first place, but he came back and bailed you out. And then game seven, as much as it was it was dominant, like it was dominant because Jason Tatum had the best game of his life. Right? If Jason Tatum doesn't make a ton of shots, not all easy shots, they lose that game. Or, or it's at least closer, as much as it was dominant. Well, like you look at this platform and then good like I, I'm almost done. And then you look at it in the context of this is what they're like against a team that's actually well put together, well coached and a well-oiled machine. Like that Philly team had run its course. And we know that now because doc is fired that Atlanta team switched coaches halfway through the season and has to figure things out. And they had a ton of issues this season. You put them up against Jimmy Butler, who's one of the best playoff performers of all time. He just is at this point, Eric Spolstra, who's, excuse me, probably a top five coach of all time at this point. He's like amazing. And as much as they don't have the role players that stand out of the sheet, a bunch of guys who don't give a shit and are just going to play their role to perfection. And the Celtics wilt. And it's like not even close to a series. No. Terrible. Like they, they were in position to win both games one and two doesn't mean that they should have won them or they're better than Miami. They were clearly because the worst very team. clearly they were not the better than Miami. Yeah. And that's why they lost those games. I said it with Tim on the pregame a bit, but Miami played a million clutch games this year. I remember seeing mm-hmm. it was almost like a joke. Every game, it felt like it was a clutch game for those guys. So they do have a ton of experience. Not to say like that makes a ton of difference. Like they just have players that are better in those situations. It's it's just true. Like the Celtics are not a good clutch team. They haven't been. Why'd they lose in the bubble? Because they lost games in clutch situations. Like at game one, they blew like a big yeah. lead. Like they were the bubble was like the did you say this? Did you say the foreshadowing was in the bubble? Or did I see this on Twitter? Uh, the I did the smart Jalen thing when they were got into it. That was yeah. So yeah. even like more to go into that. They were blowing leads then. They were screwing around, losing close games then. They did it last year, too, but people just like to forget about it because they made the finals. They did it last year. Well, the finals thing was a good good achievement, and it's not what we do as Celtics fans is celebrate that, but realistically for this group, that's what it was. Like For years and years, they'd made uh, 2017, Jalen's rookie year, they make conference finals lose. Then they make it the next year lose. Then 2019 happens. 2020, they lose again. So this is three out of four years they make it, lose all three. We're like, okay, these guys can't get over the hump. They can't get to the finals. Mm-hmm. They finally do it, and we're like, oh, my God, this rules. And they yeah. should have won the finals, and then they, what did they do? Lost the clutch game, and then it screwed them. Yep. So now we're back to square one. They go, and they retool, and they add Brogdon, and, you know, the depth is going to be a problem. Brogdon was terrible today. 
by the way. He was, <laughs> he was so bad. Mm. O of six. I didn't know it was that bad. O of six, zero points, 18 minutes. So did he play with the same tunnel vision he has the entire playoffs, except this time he just missed? He had two assists. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. I think he's definitely whatever wrist forearm thing he's got with that weird sleeve that looks like he's a waiter at IHOP that doesn't want to burn his forearm carrying plates. Yeah. Yeah. I think whatever that is, is really bothering him, which sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I like Malcolm. Malcolm has been a good Celtic all season. I think, I don't think he's been an issue. It's just in the playoffs. He hasn't been very good. Yep. He's had his moments where he's been okay. And you've said the turnovers kill you with him. Every time he has a turnover, <laughs> it's just the absolute worst time for a turnover. It is. It, it's like the craziest turnover, too. It's never just like, oh, he lost the handle. It's like the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, like I just looked at his one turnover today, and he literally just passed it into Jimmy Butler's hand or gave Vincent's hand. Like, it, it's, it's, it's comedic. Just, just to circle back to Tatum, because we kind of yeah. talked about that game seven. I really think. As much as I was aggravated with Tatum throughout these playoffs, he did really show up at the big moments, it felt like. The mm. the game six and game seven against Philly was fantastic. I think that was really a big moment for him as a player to show that he can compete. And again, he was good in the first two games of this Miami series. Make no mistake. He was playing the hand he was dealt with, the, the triple, double teams that were thrown at him. He has to pass the ball in the fourth quarter. Everybody that was like clowning him for that, I I don't get why. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, should your best player get looks in the fourth quarter? Absolutely, he should. But not when he's facing three defenders, not in a way that they're shadowing the first guy and just monitoring him. He's seeing three defenders in his face. Too many people like, and I love Kobe, right? Respect, like, obviously, like, his game. Too many people are of the mindset of, like, who cares? Stars, take the shot no matter what. Shut the f- That's just bad. Like, this well, just LeBron bad doesn't basketball. do that. Exactly, exactly. And people crap on him for it. They always have. But you got to make the right play, especially if you're seeing three. And it this particularly doesn't help when your co-star is having the worst series of his career. Um, he might be hurt, too. He might be hurt. But do like you remember, I said, you know what play two, I'm talking about in the – Game seven against Philly, like they're out there up 30. Don't yeah. know why, by the way. Don't know why they were up there when they were up, up Do you 30 think that's like why no he might be left. mad? What did you say? Do you think that's why he might be mad? Because he got hurt when he didn't have to be out no. there? Okay. No. And if he is mad about that, that's just weird. Because yeah. while he didn't have to be out there, he didn't have to like try and do a, a massive dunk, which I think is when he hurt his hand. Like he tried <laughs> to dunk on somebody. True. Like, I don't know. That's your own fault, brother. Nobody said Joe didn't like make you try and dunk on the guy yeah yeah i don't know what's gonna happen with joe man i don't know is it jover i him on twitter if he didn't get extended i think he'd be fired i think he'd be let go i think it's just tough i i've had a couple people say this to me today and this is not a new take but the the extension or the official gifting of the title before a playoff run is just asinine and it yeah at the time it was a little like iffy and we probably talked about it then we might have swept it under the rug i mean we've been furious defenders of joe all season and i think that's just because which i agree with like blaming the coach is lame it just is that's more of what it was for me throughout the postseason i think it's become more clear that like or at least i've seen it more that's like at the times you're supposed to make these adjustments and make the right subs. We're just kind of seeing him not do that. Like in a series where you're a three point shooting team and you're shooting 26%, Sam Hauser doesn't play, right? You have him on your bench. Like as much as you want to keep not this very good in garbage time. <clears throat> sure. But like in general, you get him in the flow of the game. He's better. Like you have all these pieces. And as much as you want to keep this tight knit eight man rotation, blah, blah, blah. Like when you're tight mid and tight knit, you know, eight man rotation is Al Horford shooting like 10% from three Jalen Brown. Oh, of seven from three Marcus smart, not hitting his threes, knock on Brogdon, not even like <clears throat> move the needle, change something, put somebody else in there. Now was the night for Peyton Pritchard with Malcolm Brogdon playing like crap, like not game one on top of that. Like I talked about it a lot after game two, <clears throat> how are Rob and Derek not on the floor in the final five minutes? What are we doing? They were the second and third best players on the court that night. And you're just not going to play them. I don't care if Jalen Brown is an all NBA player. If he sucks, take him off the court. This is not the time for egos to be like 
there and, and and the easy counterpoint to that is like, oh, we left Jason on the court in game X six against Philly, and he turned it around. Like, sure, <clears throat> I understand that, but the difference is Jason Tatum, in my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong, wasn't taking shots outside of the flow of the offense, right? Like he he was just taking threes that were in the flow or or driving to the hoop and wasn't connecting. Jalen Brown was taking the ball and calling his own number time and time again. And like it's just frustrating, man. And like all the stuff with um Jalen saying, you know, biting his tongue or whatever, whatever you want to say, and read into that, don't read into that, whatever. <clears throat> with the team as talented as this one, Joe could be a great coach one day. I think he has the tools, but it's just like it's never been clear to me more that he's just probably not ready for this. Um, and like I said, I've defended him all season, and I I I genuinely despise that I have to like concede on this point because so many people have been saying it all season and I well, don't think the Celtics fire him. <clears throat> I know. And I him at the time agree. And I don't think the Celtics fire him because he's got so much money. It is like discussing in the Celtics blog chat. Like this ownership group has been very, you know, I mean, they traded Daniel Tice two years ago to avoid paying the tax. You think they're going to pay Joe Missoula X amount of money to not coach for four years. Like, no. Well, so they also like, want to win. In fairness, then they didn't want to pay Tice because that wasn't a winning team. The, the, well, they only paid the tax this year because they were like they thought they were going to compete. Or no, because they were like bullied into it. Like everyone was like, "Pay the tax!" Like everyone's like yelling, like blah blah blah, like crapping on him, and so they did it. And as much as you say that, like, oh, they wanted to pay this year. You think they're going to want to pay it after they lost in the covers finals like this? Like hell no, they're going to do everything they can do to avoid it. Well, I don't know, maybe. I don't know what to think. I think Joe's the coach next year. I don't think as, as far as Missoula goes, I've always thought it was lazy to blame the coach. We mm-hmm. we touched on that already. But I always also thought it was lazy that there was no backup plan when the threes didn't go in. And I know yeah. we've gone back and forth about that all year. And you have I have a counterpoint. I do. I have a counterpoint. It's and I think it's one you'll agree with. It's not like me talking about analytics. It's I think they're backup plan for when the threes don't fall is should lose by a million (laughs) should be slash is get Tatum and Brown downhill. It's just hard to do that when they're playing like shit. Mm. (laughs) And I think that's been a big part of it. It's like your backup plan is some Jalen Brown mid range shots, some Jason Tatum shots at the rim. And while Jason Tatum was great in game is one and two, Jalen Brown hasn't been hitting his shots this series, so your backup plan's gone. Jason Tatum couldn't get downhill in game three. And then it's not even like the offense was bad in the sense that, like, it's not like they weren't getting good shots. They just didn't fucking make them. Like, Al Horford's missing open threes. Derek White missed open threes. Malcolm Brogdon missed open threes. There was a stat, actually. In this series, Derek White is 9 of 16 from three, and the rest of the team is 22 of 90, 24%. You're just not going to win games like that. And 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 as much as Joe Mazzulla might come out and say, yeah, that's the, the the basis of it, like that's a big part of it. But they're also just, it's it's really deflating to watch them play like they played in Game Three, and that comes from a guy who was half watching. So I can't imagine <laughs> what it was like to watch like a lot of air balls. Yeah, well, not hitting I, the rim a whole lot. I meant just like the laziness. Like in the minute in the in the brief like times I watched, it just looks like they didn't care. It looked no, like they, they were ready they for physically game. gave up today. You yeah. could see it. That's what the score line reflects. I mean, you gave up 30 points in the first three quarters each each net. I mean, every quarter you gave up 30 plus. Mm-hmm. But it was just like increasingly worse. The offense is oddly enough just as much of a problem. Like they look lost. Whatever Spolstra's cooking up for them zone, the double teams, the junk defense. <clears throat> Joe was just getting completely outclassed by Eric, Eric Spolster. And I mean, he obviously Eric Spolster is like one of the best coaches in well, the world. My but. favorite stretch of the game today was right after halftime. Jalen misses a good look at a three. Like it was good offense. They find him in the corner. He shoots it, hits the back of the rim. Marcus gets the rebound uh, through two heat guys, like rips it away from him. And one puts it back. And then uh heat basket, air ball, Heat basket and one. <laughs> also, anybody talking about the refs after that game doesn't know ball. Stop. Well, 
they were bad at times. They're they bad. They were times. bad, but also the Celtics were worse. Exactly. Uh, Sean Grandy just tweeted. That was the Celtics' 98th game of the year. It ranked 86th offensively. Or excuse, yeah, 98th game of the year, 86th offensively. Excuse me, 96th defensively. The only defensive games that were worse were February 23rd against Indiana, <clears throat> in Indiana, and that OKC game where they lost mm. by 50. Uh, <clears throat> this is their defensive rating in the regular season was 1.106, second of 30 teams. Playoffs 1.135, 10th of 16 teams. <clears throat> Opponent three-point percentage, 34.5% the regular season, fourth in the league. Playoffs, 37.4%, 11 to 16. Their defense has been like inexcusably bad. Like incomprehensibly bad. I can't even yeah. think of adjectives anymore. I'm making up words to that's number one for me. Is defense. And and it's crazy that that should be your we, backup plan. We just talked yeah. about the threes, the backup plan. <laughs> And we've said it before. This is not a new thing. You have to control what you can control. They said it on the broadcast today. It kind of felt ripped off. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, you can control if you try on defense. Some days, like today, like this whole series, you can't really control if the threes are going to fall. It sucks when they don't, and it really pisses me off when they just hoist them up. But at the end of the day, if that's your offense and that's your game plan and you're still getting good shots for the most part, you have to play defense to make up for the misfortune. That's how you can muck up a game. Just look what Miami's done to them all series by playing defense. You look and you watch the Celtics maybe rip off a turnover from Miami and all those guys are already back. Hmm. There's no lack of urgency. There is nothing. They are disciplined. They are in the spot and they're ready to defend. They're on to the next play. Meanwhile, you have the Celtics, especially in this game, and it might be what really did him in early complaining and just not getting back. Yeah. Bad. Did they get a tough, tough go at the beginning of the game with the whistle? Maybe, but you know what you did is you played so bad that no one even cares. Yep. You said it. You just said, you don't know ball. If, if that's your takeaway, then you don't know ball and it's correct. Weird thing I've seen on Twitter. Like, there's a whole movement that's like Joe Missoula's biggest failure is not playing Blake Griffin. I just think that's a weird thing to like pick out among all the things that have gone wrong in the series. Like, it's just very rare. Like, could he help them? Maybe with the energy, sure. But like, you shouldn't need Blake to help you. And also, he'd probably get absolutely cooked by everybody on the Heat. Like, do you remember that period in December where they had to play drop defense with Blake and it just yeah. completely failed? Like, that's I, I when everyone Blake, was like, "Oh my god, but, these guys are human." Yeah, and I love Blake, but no, I don't think so. Ah, uh, Blake's um, gone. Yeah, you wasted I, a year of his life. You made him <laughs> live in this winter weather for no ring. You did yeah. bring him the furthest he's ever been. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This is true. Yeah, man, it's just like. Embarrassing. That's the only word. Uh, that's the only word. I, I, what else do you want to say? That's the word. That's the, that's the word for the day. It's for the word and, of the uh, playoffs. It's yeah. Be, yeah. Being also, a good team in the playoffs is no longer fun. I saw you tweet We've this. And I, that. Yeah. I saw you tweet this and I have a spinoff to it. For all the people tweeting about the 04 Red Sox. Yeah. You're such a loser. I'm sorry. If you're tweeting about it, you are such a loser. <laughs> my counterpoint. My counterpoint. Not, not that I'm disagreeing with it, like to add on to it. The counterpoint is, in the clip that I saw on Twitter, Dave Roberts. I, I, <clears throat> did you follow the Red Sox read baseball guy at all? Do you understand yeah. the reference? Dave Roberts steals second, and that's the big turnaround, right? He's trying, actually. Exactly. Yeah, he's showing he's some passion. He's showing some energy. You look at the Celtics, is lifeless. There's your difference. Like yeah. the red, like the Red Sox had that energy. They had the spark. They were ready to go, and so they were able to do something historical. And sadly, there are people I like that have been tweeting about it. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of made me want to like be like, shut up. I, I think some of it was satirical, but I hope so. St still, yeah. I we'll think, we'll I chalk think... it up to that. Some of it was definitely <laughs> genuine. I had to. Uh, yeah. I texted Jack, and I was like, "I'm really proud of myself. I tweeted this nicer <laughs> version of what I wanted to say." I just, I was uh... like. Like the game wasn't even over yet, and I was just like, "Just shut up." I can't express to you how happy I was that I was at a concert tonight instead of. Yeah, you got you lucked out. You missed like mm. a good game to miss. 
I wish we yeah. could all just miss Tuesday's game. I'm at, I'm really mad at myself. Not that I don't have a chance to do it again on Tuesday. I didn't tweet the <laughs> clown gift today. Oh, I meant disaster. I, I, was, I was like halfway through the game and I was like, I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't tweet the clown. Sean That's Grady, one of my tra- favorite things. Trailing by 29 in the final minutes of a game in which you haven't given up an offensive rebound and are a plus 19 on the glass is statistically is insane. And you want to know why? It's because Miami miss. didn't miss and yeah. the Celtics missed a lot. Oh, and, let's uh, uh, get into that a bit. Oh, yeah. You know what the best is when Gabe Vincent shoots? Like, what is it? Uh, whatever stat muse put out crazy. Oh, I have it. Also, for the pre- prefacing this, for the Heat fans listening, we're not crapping on the Heat. The Heat uh, obviously deserve their praise. Gabe Vincent, the who is shooting praise. 60% from the field and 55% from three, before this series shot 36.8% from the field and 33.8% from deep. So if you hear me on yeah. this show say, I really don't think Gabe Vincent's that good. <laughs> that's why. And it's funny, coming into the series, I was, I think we were talking about it, or I was writing an article about I was high on Gabe Vincent coming into the series. I was like, you yeah, disagreed. I thought he was good. And then I looked at the percentages, and I was like, yeah. really? He's been that bad? Mm. He was playing better than his percentages. And now, unfortunately, he has added the percentages I mean, to his game. The Celtics have been god-awful, and they deserve... <laughs> The brunt of the blame. They deserve every mean thing anybody's yes. saying about them, except for the death threats, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe leave chill, those out. Chill but, out on that. Like, they are catching a little bit of a tough break with some of these heat splits. <laughs> I well, mean, the, let's the, see. Hold on. All right. Ready? I've got them all up. <laughs> We've got. Uh... Wait, why is this like this? Oh, Pardon man. Conference files. Yeah. Okay. We're back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Caleb Martin. 63% from the field. <laughs> Gabe Vincent, 60% from the field. Bam, 57% yeah. from the field. Duncan Robinson, 59% from the field. 53% from deep. Oh, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> well, the way I framed it to you was like, the Celtics are <clears throat> leaking off of the perimeter guys in favor of trying to make life hard on Jimmy, which also isn't working. Well, they did that today. and they-, they haven't been doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they let these guys see one go down, and then they're just hot. And then, well, you know what the best is when Duncan goal. Robinson gets to see him go down, but it's on like a free layup. Yeah, after he <laughs> blows by Grant Williams, and he looked like he might try and dunk on somebody. Like that's I watched how, that. That's one. how much steam Duncan Robinson was able to build up <laughs> on a drive. I was like, Duncan oh my Robinson, god, is he gonna like try and do a big dunk? He's about to bring the podcast back after this. Year. And then, not only does he like make the layup. But then Tatum starts jumping up and down, and he's like, he pushed off me. Yes. Yeah. He, he's very upset about uh, the officiating. Yeah. Well, what, what I was right about Haywood Highsmith. He just he hasn't been the killer that some <laughs> thought he may be in this series. <laughs> well, maybe it's my fault. I'll do hand up my bad here. Before game one, I was walking past the court with Cam and Bobby, who you've heard me talk about many times on the show. Uh, and I, Caleb Martin was warming up. I turned to Cam. I go, he's going to have a big game in the series. So hand up my bat on that one. I, you uh, were wrong. He had like three. <laughs> it's true. I just can't believe like, I'm he's sorry. Good, if, like, these are the guys that are beating you. You don't deserve to win a title. And that's not because quote unquote, they're bad. Like people got really pissed at that. It's because they're outworking you. That's the yeah. only way you lose to these guys. You get outworked. It's yeah. true. The Celtics are the more talented team. The Miami Heat are the more cohesive team and the team that knows how to actually They're play the better team. And they're the better team. Aren't brain dead. Yeah. Yep. And they're well coached. Like mm-hmm. that's why they're at the point they're at, regardless. Even if you like, the know... Celtics came out and won the series, like they still had to get here. They still had to beat teams. It's not the perfect comparison because obviously different levels of players. You can tell the Celtics are outcoached because Kevin Love, who has been starting and playing mm-hmm. a lot of minutes this series, got four minutes tonight because Eric Spolster, and he shot two of three, one of one. No, he hurt oh, Did himself. he get – he hurt himself early? Yeah. But, like, regardless of that, like, Cody Zeller got 17 minutes tonight. In another game, he'll get 25. Duncan Robinson got 22 tonight. In another game, he'll get five. Right? Also, big He's- shame on the Celtics for letting Cody Zeller make a field goal. He made two tonight. Yeah, that's pretty um, bad. But 
like Eric Spolster is so willing to change the rotation and play whoever he needs to. Like Lowry got 28 minutes tonight. He didn't play a lot in game two, right? Like, cause they went with Gabe Vincent and Gabe Vincent played like crap in game two. And then he hit a huge shot. Yeah. One like, of seven. It's you just bet your ass. He makes the dagger. The, <laughs> Miami's rotation is so much more malleable because Eric Spolster is willing to let, you know, other people play in the place mm. of others. And like it, part, part of that is like, they have two stars and everybody else is close to the same level. But, like, in the playoffs, you can't treat, like, high-level role players any different than the rest of your team. You need to play who is going to give you the best chance to win. And after a lineup in Game 2 of Tatum, Brogdon, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Derek White was phenomenal, they never went back to it because they wanted to play Allen smart. Like, that. Like as much as I'm a big smart guy, love Al, obviously, like, you got to play who's going to give you the best chance to win. And they, they haven't done that. They've just played the guys the fellas, some reports are starting to leak out that they should just play us yeah. hey, maybe we try at least i would have tried i would have gotten out there you know walked up and down the court a little bit <laughs> jack uh, on a bad ankle would have went out there and battled yeah yeah you know just yeah, just man. disgusting stuff from the celtics this series has had everything that makes my blood boil it's had poor celtics performances obviously it's had I, I, a bunch of threes that haven't gone in Mm-hmm. It's had guys on the other team that have no business playing the way they're playing play at a high level. Mm. It's just terrible. And of course, Celtics losing. Brett on Twitter, the the BG underscore 12 just tweeted, I think we kind of have an OKC Thunder issue in Boston right now with the Celtics, a lesser extent though. As in like the the Harden Durant or the Harden so. Russ Durant. I, I think it's getting to that point, man. I like I don't I don't think I think that's an overreact. I, I don't I, think it's an overreactive. I feel like you might have to change some things, but I don't I don't know what the appropriate reaction is yet. I think I, I think, think we'll know a lot after the season. It. I think we'll know a lot more when the season ends. Uh, one of my favorite out. tweets of the night. Yes. Celtics got beat so bad Bill Simmons is trending on Twitter. <laughs> Magic Amen. actually tweeted some facts today and not in like a corny magic way. But seriously, he he said, in my 44 years of being associated with the NBA, I never thought I'd see a Boston Celtics team, a franchise in 17 championships, quit. I know Celtics fans all over the world must be disgusted and devastated. The Miami Heat, well, this is the, where he tweets the obvious thing. <laughs> Miami Heat blew them out 128 to 102 in game three. But Magic really is like kind of hitting it on the head. Not that he ever misses factually because he just tweets the most obvious stuff ever. Also tweeted... Time for the Boston Celtics to make major changes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they should do. Oh, I can I can get your blood to boil again. Have you seen this stuff on Twitter? It was half ironic, but people saying, hmm, question. Should the Celtics, the NBA host a third place game this year? It would probably do oh, better that ratings. did make my blood boil. I didn't even say it to you. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, all you people are such losers. You know what yeah, the other yeah, thing yeah. that's really like getting under my skin is? <clears throat> Yeah, is like the people bitching about the ratings. Like, shut up! I don't care. It's going to be a great are. finals. Like, well, I don't objectively. I know you don't. As you much suck fun. for that, but uh, what? <laughs> you you can enjoy it. Yes. It yeah, it's going to be a good. Like the basketball is going to be good. Jimmy Butler has been. Fin- it's the two best. Maybe playoffs. if uh, ESPN wasn't like, oh, the Lakers are down 0-3. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about how the Lakers are down 0-3 instead of like Jokic. <laughs> Now he like you can even talk about Jokic yeah, in a funny way. Be like, look at this guy. Can you believe he's good at basketball? <laughs> and then like show the picture of him as a kid. It's so bad. It's so bad. And we're and getting series, a matchup. like Jimmy Butler rules, and he's been an awesome figure throughout the playoffs, really over the last couple of years. Yeah. But he's ruled. He had that awesome game against Miami where he scored 56 the finals, points. I mean Milwaukee. The finals is going to be the two best players in the playoffs facing. I will say game. this. So help me God if Miami goes to the finals and just plays like they played all season, <laughs> meaning not making a lot of shots, shooting 27th best in the league from three. So yeah. help me God. So help me God if Gabe Vincent shoots like one of 10 and Caleb Martin is nowhere to be found. <laughs> like I, I obviously am upset that the Celtics are probably not going to win the series, but I'll be more upset if like, you have a Cavs situation where you look like you're absolutely lost against the Knicks in the first round, and then the Knicks just get murdered. Yeah. 
<laughs> like one of their two wins came when Jimmy Butler was hurt, and they. I still... don't think the Heat would roll over like that, though. I just don't. I, I can't. Yeah, see I don't know if they'd roll over, but you know, clock could strike midnight. And well, like you said, there. like yeah, like you said, Gabe Vincent shot like crap for the first three rounds, and it didn't matter because other people stepped up. Like I, I, I think they'll find a way. I'm not saying they'll definitely win the finals, but I can't imagine they go out sad like the Celtics have. <laughs> of all the teams they've played. This is the most respectable team the Celtics could lose to. They're rolling them. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I thought you were going to say, like... Thank God they didn't lose to Philly. It's crazy because, like, this is also probably the best team, like, including the fact that, obviously, Giannis absurd. Like, this is the best team Miami has faced, and they're making them look like the easiest, which is crazy. Well, and I think that tells you... Exactly, and I think that tells you where the Celtics are at, potentially mentally, but... Yeah, man. All right, Jack, you lucked out. You got to go to this concert today. Yeah, we can, we can pivot away from this and we can have a little fun. We've I don't have to basketball. talk too long about the concert, but well, you, you tweeted fun. some things today. I did. You texted phenomenal. me some things. I don't know how many you want to talk about, but there were some interesting <laughs> facts in there. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was a great concert. I love Taylor Swift. Um, I didn't know like mo- like a bunch of songs, obviously, because I'm not like I don't follow her. But like Love Story, You Belong With Me, both elite, both amazing. I tweeted out after the game. Celtics lose game three to Heat 128 oh, My kind of pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts. Uh, love story and you belong with me completed my childhood. Phenomenal. Great to hear them live. Shake It Off was electric. It's the most basic song, but the crowd got amped. It was great. All too well 10 minute version was awesome. Bad Blood was fire, literally, because they shot fire out of the, like the, the pyrotechnics. Very cool. Uh, the concert was great. And then, yeah, the Celtics, obviously. But <clears throat> no, concert was awesome. I enjoyed it. The loudest place I've ever ever been to like not even close uh that was phenomenal it was just a great experience i'm i'm a not obviously not as swifty as a lot of these people as a lot of the people there were but it was a good concert yeah no no complaints it was it was all the songs were good i enjoyed did it. not rain did not rain she talked it about hot? it on the stage no it was really good temperature it was like perfect condition i was even very, with a lot I of people very, how did yeah you deal we were here of the crowd I you're not a big crowd guy. Didn't like crowds. Leaving was worse because like we were clumped in, but like we actually got the aisle seats, which was electric. My dad Mm. sat on the aisle, sat next to him. It was good. Uh, It was me, my dad, my mom, my sister, and her two friends. But it was it was good. It was very good concert. Henry did not go. She was awesome. No, Henry's still in school, so he couldn't go. Um, Kind W Henry. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. No, it was great concert. (laughs) Great concert. very good. Much more entertaining than the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got me there. <laughs> no, very good. Got the merch. Very expensive bit. I will say it's going to be, I'm going to give this. They didn't have my sister's size. So she's just going to take this. I just wore it for the bit. To, okay. <clears throat> for the thing. Well, I will say. I would keep it though. It's comfy. We, we were good on our promise. We bought the super cool Tatum shoes. I was not doing my promise after game one or game two when I was on the pregame. And I was like, oh, we'll show you after the game because I thought they'd win. We were so uh, mad. I have them in the bag. I'm not going to get them because I have my earpiece in. <laughs> but they are they are a good shoe. They are very light. I played in them yesterday. I enjoyed myself. My feet felt fine. How'd you do? That was fine. Actually, yesterday, I, I played fine. Mm. Wasn't anything crazy. There you go. Oh man, what a disaster! I didn't. So I'm. I apologize now, Landon. If you're still listening, I didn't keep timestamps today. I'm just gonna put like mm. we got mad for 50 minutes. <laughs> like that's what we did. Wow, just turn your back. I've been doing that a lot this postseason. Like after the Hawks game five, after Philly game three, I just put no stamp, no timestamps, just rage like that. <laughs> that's what I put down. It's actually there. not a bad like T-shirt. <clears throat> this one no the no time oh. rage. <laughs> god damn it yeah funny uh i got nothing else the concert was good i thought it was cool taylor swift was awesome she's a dope person good concert very hype she's whatever i don't get it but whatever <clears throat> um that's all I got. It's 134. We gave you 50 minutes. Yeah, you should be you very it. proud with us. Yes. I'm not I'm not sure if a lot of people are gonna watch this one or not. Said that last time, and the most people ever <laughs> yeah. that watched our show watched our show. <laughs> a lot of them were actually pretty nice. So thank we're you. We're up to 420 subscribers. Yeah, 
We were at 360 something. Yeah. Uh, two days ago. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah. I another tweet about the Red Sox. Mm. Shut up. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see like the weird positive stuff today. Uh-huh. Just, just be miserable with everybody. It's okay <laughs> to be upset. Yeah. All right. We can wrap there. We appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening to Last Pod. Hopefully, you enjoy this one. Well, we got 47 subscribers from the Life Last Rose. Podcast alone. So, we appreciate you very much. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe if you're here, if you like us. Leave us some comments. Be mean to us. We got 200 comments on the last podcast. Some people are mean. Some are mean. Some are nice. We don't care. We, we, we try to tell us we don't know ball. <clears throat> it's fine. You can tell us whatever you want. We don't care. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying. If you did, we hope you did. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. How about them Celtics? Like I always say, leave the rating on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars on Apple. Leave the review there. Follow the podcast on Apple and Spotify. If you're listening on YouTube and you usually only listen on YouTube, at least go give us a follow there. Leave a rating. It'll help boost us there as well. Um, but we appreciate you very much. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead, Sam. Yes. Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on the YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, leave a like, make sure you hit the bell. You'll get notifications every time we do something new, whether it's the 5 a.m. drop or 30 minutes before Tuesday's game four, you'll get the pregame notification (laughs) that we're live. Uh, Make sure streaming services, go follow, leave a nice review, five stars, nice comments, Mm -hmm. leave the mean stuff for YouTube. On top of that, socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook is just the name of the pod. You will also get those pregame streams right to your Facebook feed if you like us. You can follow Jack at Jackson NBA. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us, Bob. Chick Jacko, come on.